It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. Back for a Wednesday edition of the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast here on GetStuckOnSports.com where uh, we're stuck waiting for some sports to happen. Yes. Well, hopefully right now it's the 16th. There hasn't been any news yet of it being extended, so each day we get closer I know every time something's been extended, it's usually a few days before. I mean, last time it was what? Supposed to end on a Wednesday and it was extended on a Monday, if I remember? Well, here's the thing. Uh, not that I'm being bitter or anything, but I'm being bitter. Because you know what I'm missing this week? I'm missing a Port here in High Port here on Northern Girls basketball game. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I'm missing. You know what I've already missed? The Larry Manns tournament. And also a game that was scheduled between the 21 and 1 Big Reds and the 23 and all I don't know what Detroit Edison's nickname is I didn't look it up but I'm missing all of these things. Right. This was supposed to be a really busy fun time for us. We were excited about the boys basketball season and how many really strong teams we have in the area mm-hmm. and we were really excited about uh, Big Reds ladies basketball this year after the year they had last year and what we're projecting they can do this year if we can finally get them out on the court. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's sooner rather than later. I'm just scared that we're going to get a Friday news dump, like Friday at like 6 o'clock, where they just go, oh, yeah, by the way, it's extended another three weeks. Don't do that to me. I, I'm scared, though. You know you know, I worry. Coach Gilbert is with us uh, today, so we'll at least get to talk about mm-hmm. some uh, Big Reds uh, ladies basketball, and we'll do that after you tell us about social media. Twitter, G underscore Stuck on Sports. You know the drill by now. And Facebook is just Get Stuck on Sports. Twitter is our main hub for all our information. When we find out more from the MHSA, you will find out on our Twitter page. And uh, we'll play some commercials, and then we'll come back and start our conversation with uh, Coach Becky Gilbert. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, 
Replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Bean here for TP Logos in Marysville. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium, TP Logos has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery, custom screen printing, and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including things like Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 8.30 to 4.30 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. You'll get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Since 1923, Mama Vicky's has been Port Huron's original Coney Island with two convenient locations to serve you. Mama Vicky's Downtown is open Monday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Mama Vicky's North End is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Fridays and Saturdays they stay open till 8 p.m. With delicious Coney dogs for only a buck 59, you can make every day a Coney day. That's right, Coney's for just a dollar 59. Mama Vicky's, a port here on Original since 1923. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, and uh, Coach uh, Becky Gilbert is uh, with us as well. Let me see here. (laughs) Uh, We're hoping for... Your eighth season as head coach of the Big Reds, if I counted right. Uh, Let's see. You were only named Mac White Coach of the Year last year. Congratulations. You're also named uh, one of the 15 regional coaches of the year in Division I, and that is voted on by other coaches. So that's a really, uh, really cool thing. You won the Mac tournament for the first time in school history because, well, I mean, you guys went 21-1, and 10-0 in the Mac White, so you were league uh, champions. It was just overall – an incredible year. At what point did you know you were good? Like, was mm-hmm. was there a specific game? Like, okay, we're winning games, we're winning games, but I don't know, I don't know. And then, bang, you, there was a game one night, and you said, oh, my goodness, we're actually really, really good. Um, I, You know what? I think – And I when, need you to just uh, slip oh. that. Yep. Yeah, you're fine. Sorry. Yep. Oh, Is that you're better? good. Oh, perfect. Okay. So probably when we played um, Utica Eisenhower in the uh, first round of the the MAC tournament was like, 
you know, because we came out with a bang that game. I think people kind of underestimated us being from the white that, you know, in the years past, like the white, the teams from the white usually lose to the red teams in that mm-hmm. tournament. And I mean, we, we beat them by a significant amount and we just played phenomenal. And that was later on in the season. I mean, I knew, I, I know we were good, but I was like, all right, this is, right. this is legit. Like we are coming together right now at a critical time at the end of our season. Well, I mean, we always talk about it, the difference between the Mac red in, in all sports and everything else is usually a really big divide. So even you see teams in other sports, they'll win the Mac white and they'll play a middle tier red team and struggle. So to go in and play a Mac red team, like you said, and not just win, but convincingly dominate that that's a big statement to show how good you really were last year. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and then, you know, then the next team was Dakota and mm-hmm. again, underestimated you know, team against Dakota, and that just was, you know, phenomenal to beat them the first time. I, I was just kind of looking at it, the, starting with the MAC tournament and going all the way through the end of the district, like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> the, the, okay, uh, Brady, Eisenhower, Dakota, Gross Point North, Lance Cruz North, and Dakota again. Those are the games. Yeah. And they're all like, well, you, you did actually blow out Eisenhower. You beat him by 29. Yeah. Um, but uh, a four-point game with Dakota, uh, a three-point game with Gross Point North, a three-point game with Lance Cruz North, and they host the district every single year, it seems like. Uh, and then the game with Dakota, I mean. Yeah, find that, a tougher five-game stretch for any team. Yeah, in any sport. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that, that loss to Dakota was pretty tough, um, especially since we had beat them. It's almost – I felt like that was like one of those games that I wish we would have had like mid season where things just weren't going our way, you know, our shots weren't falling and we just we couldn't figure out how to get out of that hole that we had gotten into. Mm-hmm. So it was just a you know, a bad time to have a game like that. We had were in other you know, throughout the season everything wasn't wasn't like easy, but I felt like it was uh it was enough for us to like be able to fight back if we had to. Being you know, undefeated going on how much pressure is it to try to keep the kids, don't worry about it. Hey, don't worry about being undefeated, even though you know in the back of their minds they see that zero. And you know as a coach, once if you get the first loss, sometimes it can help you later on. Like you said, if you have that game midseason, you kind of learned from it later on. But going undefeated, how hard was it to keep the kids not to put that extra pressure on themselves? Yeah, I, I, I think there was a little bit of pressure from them. We tried not to talk about it. Like, you know, it's just it was, we're preparing for this game. Um, but – you know, you know that's in the back of their minds, the back of my mind mm-hmm. too. Uh, so, it, but it was also exciting for them too because, you know, they, you know, the, people knew about them, and you know there was a lot of attention on on the girls. And you mm-hmm. know, sometimes, unfortunately, girls' sports don't always get the attention you know that the boys might get. Which, you know, I think that that made them kind of have a lot of pride in the school and you know what they've been able to do. Well, I mean, it was it's quite a quick turnaround here. Okay, so in sixteen seventeen, you'll forgive me, I did some homework before mm-hmm. you got here. Okay. You guys only won three games. Yeah. And then the following year you started two and nine. So this is not a very good time in girls basketball. But then somewhere along the road in seventeen eighteen, you started to figure it out. You guys finished seven and five. You had that big overtime win in the districts against Port Huron Northern, which might be the defining moment that turned the program around. 
Um, you came back and you won 12 games the next year and then 21 games and, mm-hmm. a, and a league championship and, and everybody's talking about Big Red basketball. Uh, the kids that have gone through this to get from three wins to 21 wins in such a short span of time, I give a lot of credit, A, to the kids for sticking it out and sticking with it and believing in what you were trying to tell them that it will get better. Yeah. And then a lot of uh, accolades to the coaching staff, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's the girls. I mean, it, just to continue to, to remain loyal and committed to the program because it, it is easy these days, you know, for people to look at a school and say, oh, they, you know, they only won three games. I'm going to transfer. But, mm-hmm. you know, that, I, I remember that year very well. And then the next year, I mean, we didn't have as many wins as we would have liked, but I thought we played a lot better and we were in more games. And that is the year that we beat Northern. And I really think that that was – I mean, we upset Northern. We just – I mean, we shouldn't have won. Like, that. we were the total underdog for that game. But but I remember doing that game, and, and by halftime, you kind of sensed that it was going to happen. Really? Like, you guys left the court at halftime, and it's like, you know what? PH has got it tonight, and Northern just doesn't have it. Like mm-hmm. they're not taking this game seriously, and they're gonna they're gonna get beat. Mm-hmm. Y- you could tell. Yeah, and you know, in that year, Emma Trombley was a freshman, and Jenna Holzberger was a sophomore, and Madison Gilbert was a sophomore, and so those three kids, you know, were part of the team last year. Obviously, Jenna and Madison were seniors, and you know, that's a nice thing. I've you know Emma Trombley mm-hmm. coming back with you know a lot of other seniors that. Um, have been with the program for that long, and they've been playing together for a while too, and that that definitely helps. Well, a game like that, especially with those young players, you talk about you know changing the culture, how it is hard to change the identity where people think, oh, okay, they won three games, whatever. You get a win like that, that almost is a defining win to let especially the young uh, girls in your program know we're just as good because that's when Northern was kind of at their peak when they were you know running through the area. To get that win for young kids, how good was that for them to know that, yeah, you're just as good as them, how to, and to grow from there on out? Oh, yeah, that was huge because, you know, then, you know, we weren't satisfied because, of course, you know, the, we did win the next game against Anchor Bay, but then we lost by 30 points to Dakota. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of like, okay, well, we, we, have, we have the ability now. We just have to believe that, you know, we need to do things outside of, you know, November to March right. to get there. And that's really what it has taken. It's, you know, it takes that extra work and extra commitment outside of the season. And to have those girls, you know, stick with it and believe in it is, is you know, pretty awesome. It's pretty right. fun to be with them. Well, here's what I like about you guys uh, a lot uh, last year when I would uh, see your games is I didn't know who was going to be the hero. You had a different hero every game. There wasn't like, okay, one player scores 30 for the Big Reds and that's why they win. It was, okay, one night Holzberger is knocking down three-pointers uh, or, or Julia is, is scoring or it's, you know, Madison is scoring or Morgan James is grabbing 15 rebounds. I mean, you were winning because different people were contributing to the wins. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I mean, we, we have, a, we have a lot in our arsenal, basically, you know, that every given night, you know, we could depend on at least one of those girls to, to step up. So 
It's good to have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, a balanced attack. It's Because, I mean, you do see teams, and we talked about it with, uh, I think, when we had Lance Campbell on about the Crosslex boys. You can have one kid or two kids that dominate, and they'll put up 40 combined every night, and you can win 14, 15 games. But to win uh, 21 games – that doesn't happen with just two people. That's a commitment from the entire team, from the first to the last person on the bench, to be able to have that depth because sometimes your stars are off and you need someone, like you said, to pick them up. And, and again, I say you, you win 21 games, but let's take a look at who you were playing. Uh, it, it wasn't like you had a, a bunch of easy opponents on your schedule. Uh, I counted it up. 13 teams with at least 10 wins. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was one 10 and 10 team, Corona, that you hmm. played in in the one tournament, uh, and everybody else was 11, 12, 14, 16 wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you, they're basically you played two bad teams last year. Stevenson and Sterling Heights were bad. Other than that, everybody you played had a chance to win a basketball game. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like you know you were knocking over schools that shouldn't have programs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree. I mean, we had we had a tough schedule. Obviously, this year was going to be a lot tougher, but that's what we want. We want to play the tougher teams, mm-hmm. and we are moving up to the MAC Red, so we'll be playing. You know, it, it's a, we have a different schedule set up. Hopefully, once we get started with that. Yeah, once we ever figure out what the schedule is, um, are we due for a break? Because then we can come back, and then we will talk about this year's team. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll take a uh, quick break, and we'll be back uh, with uh, more from uh, Becky Gilbert, the uh, girls' basketball coach from Port Huron High. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start 
strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. The City of Marysville continues to strive to be a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. Go to our City of Marysville webpage at cityofmarysvillemi.com to find employment opportunities, business assistance, learn about our outstanding Marysville public school system, or just book a round of golf at Marysville Golf Course. Marysville, a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. And remember, the sun always shines in Marysville. Precision Care has been locally owned and operated in Marine City and has served the Blue Water community for over 25 years. Precision Care is the leading property and landscape contractor in St. Clair County. Always looking to hire the best people? Check out their website at precisioncarellc.com. Click on the Application for Employment tab and send in your resume today. Precision Care is a proud supporter of local athletics at all levels. Call today at 810-765-7968. For all your landscaping needs, it's Precision Care, LLC. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. And uh, you're back. Okay, let's see. We got Emma Trombley, the Mac White Player of the Year. I think what she's committed to Northwood. Yes. Uh, and then we have uh, Julia Gilbert, who I think you know a little bit about. Uh, Madison Lanshute, Morgan James. Morgan committed what, in softball? Yes. Yes. To Lawrence Tech. Lawrence Tech. That's what it was. Uh, let's see. Jocelyn Williams and uh, Jaden DeLong. So that that's your first six. Uh, I, I don't know what else you've got with that, but I, I'm I'm hearing that some of the younger players coming up through the the system are pretty good too. Mm-hmm. That's correct. So yeah. it, it's uh, you have to be kind of upset right now that you can't be playing basketball to see how good you are. Yeah. It is. It is. It is really frustrating, actually, not to be playing. I mean, I understand, you know, there's something we can't really control right now with with COVID, but, you know, of all the years, you know, different teams you've had, this is like a, a year that we definitely wish we were able to play right now. Mm-hmm. You know? Brady always asks the question, and I think it's a good question. I know it was a loss, but it like at least you know how your, like your season had closure. Mm-hmm. to it as opposed to the teams that had won the first game of their regional and were waiting to play a regional final and the, the plug gets pulled like the night you're going to play your regional final and you don't know where you would have finished. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Like we did have closure last year as hard as it was to to not win that district game. Um, we knew like our season was over and I think it would have been even more frustrating to wonder, like, what could have been. Right, thinking that you might have a long run ahead of you. Yeah, because I think the regional is, no offense to those teams, but the regional is probably easier than the district was. Yeah, I think Dakota played um, Utica Ford, who we had beaten twice, and mm-hmm. then I think that they, they beat them, and I think they they were lined up to play Eisenhower, and we had just right. played Eisenhower. By 30. So, you know, that was that was also very, like, or, you know. <laughs> right. Well, now you mentioned it last segment. This year, 
Um, well, you were coming back. You're going to come back with a much tougher schedule. You weren't just going to play the best teams in the area. You're going to play some of the best teams in the state mm-hmm. in the regular season. And while maybe doing that, you might not put up the gaudy 20-0, and 0, it doesn't really matter what the regular season is unless you win your last game of the year. So talk about your thought process. You're going up to the Mac Red, getting this much tougher schedule to kind of prepare yourself for your, <laughs> be honest, one of the toughest districts in the state. Yeah, I mean, we knew that we were going up to the Mac Red at the end of the season last year. Um, you know, that was, you know, voted on by the coaches and the ADs of the Mac, mm-hmm. which, you know what, we're like, okay, just bring it on. I mean, you know, we want to play some tough competition, like you right. said, to prepare for the districts. And then uh, we did pick up a, a game with Detroit Edison, which would have been Saturday, I think. But we have rescheduled that to the end of February, I think February 20th. So we, as long as we can play, we're planning on playing Detroit Edison, which is, you know, the defending Division Two state championship for the mm-hmm. last, what, three, probably would have been fourth year last yeah. year. And then um, – Yeah, they haven't lost too many games. No. No, <laughs> and they – I mean, they have a phenomenal program and great players. And then we also um, scheduled a game with Detroit Renaissance, who were supposed to play, you know, the weekend – the first weekend in January. But, again, I'm not sure how that's going to play out as we go. So, yeah, we want to play the best teams. And, sure, is it nice to go – would it have been nice to try to get that 20-0 and 0 season again? Yeah, but, I, you know, we also wanted to prepare for some tougher competition in the districts. The other nice thing, um, too, are the rivalries. Yeah. Uh, you, obviously, Northern is a no-brainer, but you play Marysville every year, too, um, and they've become a big rival, and uh, you even get St. Clair in there every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, those are fun games to play regardless of what records are at that point because I know it, it's silly, but that is a night where an upset can happen just because uh, we're, we're playing the Big Reds or we're playing the Huskies or whatever. Mm-hmm. The kids want it more sometimes. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, rivalries. And the, the girls know each other. You know, they've played, you know, travel ball with them, maybe basketball or soccer or softball even. So, it's mm-hmm. you know, it's just that friendly competition. It's all good for us. So. How do you prepare your girls this year knowing that every time you step on the court, every time they look, another team looks at the schedule and they see Port here on high, it's getting a big circle knowing that that's a game that they have to prepare for. You're not getting anyone sleepwalking through you this year. You're getting everyone's best shot. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I mean, we, we talked about that at the end of the year, even you know when we didn't have any losses and we were like, okay, people want to be that team to beat us. Mm-hmm. And now coming in, you know, obviously we're we're joining the Red with all the – kind of like set teams that have right. been there for many years. And, uh, you know, we, you know, mentally, t- you know, we just have to be tough for each game and we have to be prepared. And I actually think that that will help our girls. Um, just knowing that, you know, they have to like, I don't know, just work as hard as they can every mm-hmm. game. It can't, you can't take a, a game off. You can't take a possession off. You can't take right. any, any time off during the game, which, you know, the the type of girls that I have on the team, I think, kind of thrive on that, too. Right, so. yeah, the, the added pressure. I mean, some teams grow under that, some teams crumble. So, yeah, going in the Mac Red where you said these teams are established, there's no question if they're going to be in the Mac Red. It's kind of like you're invited to the big the big girl table now this yeah. year. <laughs> exactly. And you have to – It's even though you're coming off of you were 20-0, you almost have to prove yourself that, okay, yeah, we belong in the Mac Red. Because yeah. I know a lot of those schools go, all right, you did it in the white, that's cute. Come up here and play us now. Exactly. I mean, I, I, I agree with that. Maybe that maybe they're not thinking that, but, you know, that's kind of the mentality we tell our kids that, like, 
you know what? You got to always like prove something mm-hmm. to people, you know? So. Yeah. I was just, I was, yeah. I had to check a name. Cameron Grant was her name. I couldn't oh, yeah. remember. It feels like she's been playing at Dakota for eight years now. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just, I'm hoping that she's gone and we, we don't yes. have to deal with her anymore. <laughs> yeah. She, she's playing at Ball State, I believe. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. She was a good player. So, yeah. Yeah, I was kind of tired of her. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and like Dakota, they didn't. They, as far as I know, they're only the only two like starters that they're losing are Cam Grant and the other um, inside post player, Dina. I can't remember her last name, but um, yeah. So they're gonna have a, a good team back again as well. So that'll be fun. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that district you have. I mean, we talk about talked about some of the tough districts in in football this year, but you look at basketball. You're gonna have a absolutely brutal district that you've had every single year and like Dennis said earlier if you make it out of the district it's like okay we're in the regional we can take a little bit of a breath mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I mean every team is is legit I mean Anchor Bay has a good squad too coming back this year Dakota's going to be good Lands Cruise North has a good team I mean we, we barely you know were able to beat them they have a mm-hmm. great player um, yes yes and then uh, Marysville is joining the district now right. too this year and then of course Northern is you know, in there as well. And they're, they're going to have a decent team, too. They're going to be good. Yeah, so, I mean, the, the worst team, I think you said in one of the other podcasts, the worst team in that district is going to be, like, 11-9. and nine. Yeah, I mean, everybody in that district has a chance to have a winning record going mm-hmm. in, um, and usually do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, good, good luck, Marysville. Welcome yeah. aboard. Um, you're not going to like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not, and, and and they're good too. Yeah, they not, are, but yeah, they have a good team. Uh, not no. all districts are created equal. No, uh, and and we we talk about this a lot because we feel bad because Viking football gets hosed every single time, and now it looks like girls basketball is going to be in the same boat. Well, yeah, because they're I think they're the smallest class A school, or Division One, whatever they call it now for basketball in the state. Mm-hmm. So they're like two the population two over the threshold. So they got pushed to play. Dakota school three times their size. Uh, you know, so say say you get a, a nice draw and you you beat somebody in game one. You beat Lance Cruz North in game one. Congratulations! Here's your reward. You get to play Dakota in game two. Yeah, and if you win that, you get to play Port here on high game three. <laughs> yeah. Good luck to you. Yeah, but anyway, of course, um, every team in, that looks at the bracket is saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, okay, if we win this game, oh geez, then we got to play this game. Yeah, there's no like you know some districts coaches wait. Okay, hope we get a good draw. I mean, for you, it's got to be like <laughs> it, it doesn't it, matter. Yeah, we're gonna be playing a really good team no matter what. <laughs> yeah, and even last year, like the first and second team in the district, you know, they did the seating last mm-hmm. year, and we I think we were third in that district. Like even with a twenty and zero record, we still were three out yeah. of the the team. So. That seems insane to me. How are you a 20 and 0 and not even not, not just not number 1, but not number 2 in a district of what, five teams? Yeah. It was <laughs> close. I mean, we were all really close to each other, but Mhm. Yeah. So. You just like again as a as a fan looking at it and I guess nobody really wants the easy way out, but you, right. you just kind of hope, okay, maybe Lancaster North and Dakota will draw each other and play first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's what they're trying to avoid. But, I mean, we talked about earlier some of the younger girls you have coming up. From what I've heard, girls on your JV team last year could have been varsity basketball players at a lot of other programs. That You have a very good pipeline coming up, mm-hmm. just that you were so talented 
there was no room for them. So tell us about some of the new faces we could see this yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, th- I think that's the case too. Like we have a really good incoming group of freshman girls as mm-hmm. well. And a couple of them, you know, we were able to get in our tryouts and, you know, two like regular practices and uh, a couple of them are on JV. And you know what, again, you know, potentially could have made varsity at other pro- programs um, and, you know, maybe could have been on varsity at PH, but there's just so many other girls. It's not fair to – you know, have a freshman on varsity and not start or play right? because there are other girls, but definitely are going to help, you know, the JV team. And then we have a solid freshman team still, even with a couple of them moved up. And we've, we're just really lucky that we have um, a lot of girls invested into basketball right now. How hard is it to manage a program where you have a lot of talent? And like you said, they could be at other schools on the varsity as a freshman, but you have to kind of tell them, listen, your time will come, but for now you kind of have to take a step back. How hard is it to tell a really good basketball player that there's just not enough room for them on the varsity roster and manage that while also keeping your team as best as it can be? Yeah, it is, it is hard. It's a challenge, especially when I know some of those younger girls have put in a lot of like time mm-hmm. like in, over the summer and like working out and you know doing what they, they need to, to to get better. So, yeah, it it is a challenge and you know there but there's also the idea that you know what it'll like it's your time to shine right now you know mm-hmm. on JV or freshman and you'll get a chance you'll get a lot more game experience you know playing mm-hmm. you know JV or freshman now and then that way when you're when you're you know maybe next year cuz we're losing six seniors we have right. six seniors right now so then next year that just gives you an even more opportunity yeah um, it's i to me it's better to play and have the ball in your hands and get to take the big shots and make the big decisions than to sit on the bench and watch other girls do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that just seems to me like it would be a wasted season. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope kids would buy into that um, and want that. You normally do a summer camp. I'm going to assume this summer was kind of a wash for you guys. Yeah, we weren't able to do summer camp. And, you know, we could um, do outdoor workouts. We mm-hmm. tried to get as much of that as, in we, as we could. And then, you know, we always run, like, the Saturday morning, like, PHASD basketball team. Mm-hmm. The coaches at Northern and PH, we do that together. So, unfortunately, we weren't able to do that either. And, you know, the summer camp, the summer workouts, and the the Saturday morning basketball league, that really helps our program. Right. And so I feel like we're, we're missing out on that. But I guess the thing to think about is so are other teams around the right. state. It's not just us. And that's something we really had to talk to our kids about is – you know, it feels like it's just affecting – you're the only one affected, but it's everybody as well. So Yeah, it's just a, a bad – like the timing is bad. There's never good timing for what we have going on. But it's just like right now when you've got this much talent, and I know you'd like to, to keep your hand on the pulse and be able to know what the kids are doing and see how they're progressing, to not get to do the things that you normally get to do, it's got to be very frustrating. It is. It is. I mean, we try to do as much as we can. I mean, we've been doing some things like via Zoom, Mm -hmm. um, but it's not the same. But at the same time, it's something, you know, it's not just like hands off like we are. You did mention the fact you have six seniors. That's got to help a little bit that you have a lot of experience coming back and other programs that might have to kind of reset a little bit, have a lot more work to do where for you, I mean, you're basically ready to Get, hit the ground running when everything mm-hmm. starts back up. Yeah, and I have six seniors, and then um, I have a junior returning too. So right. seven girls from last year's team, and then a very successful JV team. So I've got, 
you know, additional juniors that had a great, you know, season on JV. So I have that, you know, have that coming in. So it, it is something like I just, you know, and they're, they've been part of the program. So I feel like we know that they know the basic offense. They know the basic defense. We're mm -hmm. going to have to definitely get in a little bit of conditioning, especially if we're going to have to get used to wearing a mask when we play. But other than maybe a week or two, I'm ready. I'm ready to play <laughs> some games. I'm ready to have some competition. I think the girls are too because, you know, we go to team camp every year and we play – we probably play like, you know, 15 to 20 games during that time. Obviously, mm -hmm. you know, in a short amount of time, the games are like running clock. But, you know, we'd go to Wayne State. Yep. You know, we might go to Saginaw Valley. We – we went up to Traverse City. So, you know, that are all things that we've really missed out on that are key in developing, you know, those, um, I guess, the chemistry within the team itself, especially having those seven returners and now getting those JV girls from last year meshing with them, the ju juniors. So. Well, let's see. You guys are pretty tough to handle uh, inside because, uh, well, uh, there's Emma Trombley. Morgan James uh, really had a breakout year mm -hmm. last year. Um, uh, Julia Gilbert. Uh, and then if if they try to defend you inside, you kick it out and Landshut knocks down a three. Or, uh, you know, who uh, Jaden DeLong is out there. Whoever you got out there mm -hmm. seem to be able to, to, to make enough shots that yeah. hard, it's hard to defend. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we do. I feel like we do have a good good balance between our inside player and our outside players and – yeah, you I mean you mentioned, you know, Morgan James. I mean, yeah, she like really came along at the end of the season last year and really excited to see, you know, you know, her, you know her add add to the the team even more this year cuz she she plays so tough. She's a small kid, but she plays tough. I mean, she looks like she's like she plays like a post player, but mm -hmm. when you're next to her, she's actually kind of small, but um but she just plays bigger than what she is. And of course, Emma Trombley has really been working on her game. Um, she is an inside player, but she has really like developed, you know, her outside game a lot, you know, throughout the summer. I mean, she can, she, she's going to be able to do some things for us around the perimeter too. She's a really good athlete. She's a very good athlete. Yes. And then that makes, uh, does that make her easier to coach? Oh yeah. I mean, she's just an overall phenomenal kid. She's very coachable. She works extremely hard and that's what you want. You want mm -hmm. your your best players to work the hardest and so she does so she's a kid that i think a lot of the players look up to too all right uh, uh let's grab a break okay and, and then we'll, we'll come back and uh, and we'll have some fun with coach all right we'll, oh, we'll no. have some fun with coach because uh well we'll we'll save it and uh, and we'll be uh, right back with more uh with uh, becky gilbert here on the uh, get stuck on sports tri-county equipment podcast Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-87. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty. 
so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. TB Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays, 830 to 430, or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. Preferred Charters is a privately owned and operated transportation service located in Michigan for the past 13 years. Well known for customer service and well-maintained equipment. From sightseeing tours to conventions, corporate transfers, sports teams, parades, sporting events, and private charters, Preferred Charters has the wheels and wherewithal to ensure the smoothest ride with drivers that are the best in the business. Call 810-982-7433 and let Preferred Charters do the driving. For full-service residential and commercial network installation and management, you need Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering. Thompson Engineering will install and maintain long and short-range point-to-point links, install security cameras, access controls, and provide audio-video engineering. Visit online at thompson-engineering.com or call them at 810-221-1667. That's 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, uh, we're back. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question, but first I want you to tell me about what you were telling us while the commercials were playing um, about what you're doing with these uh, three other schools. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. So you know, this was cool. So um, a co- the coach from Flint Powers had reached out to me last week. I just know him through, he used to coach at Saginaw Valley and he coaches with, you know, a Mystics AAU travel program right now. So anyways, he reached out and asked if we wanted to participate in a virtual competition. I'm like, absolutely sign me up. You know, the girls need something different. I mean, we were handing out workouts and they were turning stuff in and, you know, it was going okay, but I feel like we needed something different. And so it's actually kind of cool. Um, it's, Flint Powers, Swartz Creek, and Okemos. Um, we meet every day at 3.30 via a Zoom call, the players, the coaches. We give the girls a list of tasks that they have to complete, and they have 32 minutes like a game. 
uh, to complete those tasks. And then each task is a different value of points. And then we finish the 32 minutes, we come together, tally the points, and we have a winner each day. And so the nice thing is the girls are competing. Like they have mm-hmm. to show up kind of like a game. They compete. They get to work out. They get to do some basketball skills, you know, at the same time and kind of just kind of bringing back some of that competitive spirit that I feel like we're all lacking right now um, without any real games going on. Okay. I have been all over the state, Brady. You know this. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I have never been to, and I would like to know, where in the world is Kingsley? <laughs> Kingsley? Oh, wow. Um, it is up n- near Traverse City. It's about south. It's southwest of Traverse City, about 20 minutes, maybe 17 miles, I think. What was uh, it like uh, playing basketball and sports at Kingsley? Um, it was it was a it was great. I mean, it's a very small town community. That's for sure. I mean, when I played, it was a Class C, and now it's a Class B school. So I graduated with seventy other kids, and so <laughs> wow, it was it was small, but it was <laughs> but it was it had so like, you knew everybody. Everybody knows everybody. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember when I first started teaching at Port Huron High and, you know, I, you know, did a couple, you know, things of field work at some smaller schools near Saginaw had this activity. I'm like, okay, get with a partner. And nobody knew each other. I was like, how can you not know each other? I, you know, I'm from a small community where everybody seemed to know each other. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a great experience for me. And you went to Saginaw Valley State University. Now, did they recruit you? Did they go to Kingsley and find you or did you... How'd that work out? Um, well, a couple of different things. Uh, my our, our high school team, we went to team camp at Northwood and Saginaw Valley, you know, the few summers that I played. And then um, they used to run a, a camp. It was called the Michigan All-State Girls Basketball Camp, and it was run. It was took, took place up in Traverse City. And, you know, I got to meet Claudette Charney, who recruited me um, at both of those places, so at Saginaw Valley and at the All-State Camp. So what do we say all the time, Brady? It doesn't matter where you go. Yes. If you're good enough, they will find you. Yes. Yep. Especially nowadays where you have the technology, you can get the film out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have Emma Trombley going to play at Northwood. Yep. She's good enough. Someone found her. Didn't let her go. Yep. So, yeah. Doesn't matter how big or small the school is. No. But, I mean, this year, let's talk a little bit about the pause right now and going on just – how are the girls handling it, especially that it was more stop-start for your program than the boys because they don't think they had started tryouts yet. But you guys actually you said you got two normal practices in before you got your knees cut out from underneath you. How have they been handling it and just, I guess, not knowing exactly when the season's going to start? Yeah, well, that's a tough question. I <laughs> wish I knew how they were all handling it. I mean, it's it's hard to tell like via like Zoom calls and – you know, text messages, but, right. you know, they've really been um, doing a great job participating in the things that we've, you know, been doing together as a team. Like we had a guest speaker come in today for our Zoom call and we did like a gingerbread house making mm. contest. I mean, I know nothing basketball related, but, you know, these kids, they have it, they have it rough, um, you know, missing out on their season right now. It, it is tough. Like I, it's, it's, it's strange for me as an adult, but like we said earlier, we got to finish our high school career mm-hmm. and, you know, a kid like, like Emma, we know she's going to get to play next year, but some of these kids like this is, you know, this is their last, their last hurrah, I guess of basketball. So how they're handling it, 
I, I don't I don't know. I wish I knew right. a little bit more. I mean, they seem okay. Um, but as you can imagine, it's it's just frustrating. I think the most frustrating thing is we don't know when. I just, you know, if we could have like at least a point, like was it last time we said December 9th we were going to start? I mean, yeah. I had like December 9th, 9th like ready to go. Mm-hmm. Like we were planned. We had practice plans ready. We had everything ready to go. And then what was it, Sunday? Oh, yeah, a few days before that yeah, Monday. Well, we I were think. we were kind of in the same boat. I mean, yeah, we, you were ready to go to Frankenmuth. Mm-hmm. I was ready to do three high school hockey games, so you could go to Frankenmuth. <clears throat> yeah, and we were gearing up for that, and yeah, yeah none of that first, happened. Yeah, and then we were getting ready for me to go to Frankenmuth again, and then it got cut off again. But um, anyway, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's just tough. I mean. But like, you know, and I think the nice thing is, is, you know, we're not the only school that this is happening to. We've tried to tell the girls that. And I think right. having that competition with those other three schools, they they can see that a little bit more like, yeah, we're mm-hmm. not the only ones this is affected, you know, that's being affected by this. And, um, and, you know, hopefully they're like, they're able to kind of reach out to each other. And a lot of them are friends so that, you know, they mm-hmm. have that, that relationship as well. Well, I mean, as a coach, like you said, I know every coach I've talked to, they have everything meticulously planned. They know exactly what they're going to do when, not just for the week, but it seems like for the year. Yeah. You don't get to know when your first game is right now. You, I mean, it, you got to feel a little helpless, like you're waiting to be told when you can, because every time it seems like either, anyone, you, us, the MHSA is proactive, those <laughs> plans just fall apart uh, before they even get started. Yeah, I feel like that kind of gives us a little bit of hope, though. You know, like mm. if you have a plan or you're like, okay, like – I'm ready no matter what like right. we're ready like as long as soon as they tell us it's go time we're we're ready to go and so you know that's what I just keep telling the girls like just we have to stay ready because it's going to happen we right. have to believe that it's going to happen because if we don't think it's going to happen then what do we have to look forward right. to right now you know I guess the really good news is that everybody we talk to are saying that the kids are missing it because I mean if they weren't missing it then you'd be sitting back going, well, then what do we do it all for? <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. Well, I, my, Julia Gilbert, who's my daughter, she's on the team. And um, the other day she's like, God, what I wouldn't do to go to practice right now. You know, like, you know, sometimes, you know, like as an mm-hmm. athlete, you're like, oh, sometimes practice is yeah tough, right? Mm-hmm. But she's like, I just, I just want to go to practice. She's like, I feel bad that I ever said I didn't want to practice or didn't want to go to practice. So you know they yeah. they are missing it for sure speaking of practice how much of that would you need before you felt like you you were game ready to tip off your first game of the season let's say you started on december 20th like no no extension on the 20th it's done when do you think you'd feel comfortable playing your first game by yeah i mean obviously we'll take a little break with the christmas you mm-hmm. know um date right there but i definitely think our first game is scheduled for january 5th i'd be ready for january 5th I feel like the kids need need some competition too, and yeah, I feel like practice wise, you got to kind of get that, um, you know, that conditioning part with the right. mask. But I'd do games Christmas Eve and Christmas Day if they told me I could. Yeah, <laughs> NBA style, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Double headers. <laughs> I would too if they if they would, but you know, if I could just keep the schedule I have from January fifth on, I would mm-hmm. I would be I, we'd be ready to go, and I. I don't know. I just I feel like we would be ready. Right. Any idea uh, what you think that they'll do? Will you just play a league schedule? Will you just pick up where you're at and whatever was lost is lost? 
Yeah, I, I mean, I have no idea, but, um, I, you know, you hear rumors of different things happening, and some leagues have already decided that they're only playing league games because I've reached out to see if they want to, you know, prior to this, like, if they wanted to pick up a game and they said, well, right now our league is saying only we're only playing league games. So the leagues are going to be probably a little bit different. Right. And they're still keeping the three-game limit a week, which I know that, that was something that they wanted to look at. But, again, that happened that affects refereeing too. Like mm-hmm. they would need enough referees, but um, yeah, I, we, I haven't heard anything specifically from the Mac that, you know, it would, well, cause the Mac's kind of hard to just do league games. Cause you only have five other teams. So that would be a 10 game schedule, which I mean, depending on when you start, I mean, I guess you could see the tournament pushed back a little bit because let's face it. The first couple weeks of spring sports in Michigan is miserable anyway. So it wouldn't yeah. hurt to push the start of spring sports back a little bit. Um, yeah, is there anything you've heard or anything you would like to see to get this season started? Or like you mentioned, the three-game minimum. Do you like that? Again, we know the refereeing issue has to go with, along with that. But what do you want to see happen? Well, it would be nice if at least we could work on um, start working like on the twentieth, even if it's just like maybe small groups, maybe not an entire team coming into the gym. I just want to get in the gym. I mean, that's the biggest thing right now. I know mm-hmm. ki- some kids have additional resources and gym availability that they can get in but like our high school gym has been like closed like right. we're not allowed to to be in there with our kids and the kids aren't even aren't allowed to be in there either um so at least like to get in the gym even if it's just to work like small groups on the 20th and then hopefully you know uh, you know hopefully start games in January what well, I, mean, I know like a lot of the girls probably play volleyball too so they've done something with the mass on Mm-hmm. But, I mean, not everybody got to do that, so it would be kind of nice to run around with a mask on and just see what it's like and get used to doing that. Yeah, and we, we'd had a few open gyms in the fall, too. And, of course, they had to wear masks, and everybody had different masks that they were trying out to see which ones would work the best. And it's it's a lot tougher to play basketball with a mask than it is <laughs> volleyball because most of them play volleyball. Yeah, right. And, you know, it's different when you're heavy breathing – Wearing that mask. And I will tell so, you, if that gets wet at all, it is impossible to breathe in. Yeah. Like, if, if you got caught in the rain with the mask, you might as well take it off because you're just waterboarding yourself at that point. But, uh, no, we had – I mean, Monday we had Cardinal Mooney's Mike McAndrews on, and he mentioned how, you know, okay, yeah, we canceled, but that doesn't mean these kids aren't finding a spot to go play. Like mm-hmm. you mentioned, there are facilities people go to to still play. They're doing the same things that they would be doing with their high school team just in a private facility, and that, I mean, he was frustrated by that. I know a lot of coaches are frustrated by that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, to me, I'm like, it gives them a chance, I guess, to, to be able to do something, but it just, I, I don't see the difference of me working with my kids, small mm. groups. Oh, I see the difference. You can police it better. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like it's better if we're working with them than them going, like, to work at, an, like, some other facility with kids from other schools. Right. Like, at least we're with our kids. And it's, I guess, it's not like a true bubble, but it's a, like a mini pod bubble where you're seeing the same 15 girls for four or five months, and the only time you interact is during a game with the masks on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Right. Well, I guess we, we can only beat it to death so much. Yeah. Well, yeah. until we until they give us <laughs> games to talk about, I know. we're going to have to. I can't wait to talk about games. I know. You and me both. Um, At any rate, uh, Coach, thank you very much. Did we miss anything? Anything you wanted to throw in there? No, I don't think so. Just 
thanks for having me today. No problem. Hopefully January 5th, we're talking about, well, the 6th, we're talking about a uh, big red game. Oh, I hope so. The, the, how it went. So We'll be back uh, Friday. Mm-hmm. We'll have another guest Friday. We will. We've got a whole week of guests. That's, uh, wow. I'm glad, I'm yeah. glad one of us is working because it isn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I got the connections. Brady's got the connections, and uh, he's been wheeling them out. So uh, we'll have a, another guest for you on uh, Friday. Uh, we'll switch back to boys' basketball this time, yep. right? Okay. Yep, going downriver a little bit. Okay. I won't give it away because <laughs> Brady likes surprises. Oh. Uh, but uh, anyways, uh, thanks again, Coach Gilbert, and uh, good luck to uh, the Lady Big Reds when we finally do get this thing going. Okay, thank you. All right, Uh, and uh, like I say, uh, Brady and I will be back on uh, Friday. You want to do the social media one last time before I hit the last button here? Uh, We can spare him this time. Okay. Just follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook, whatever that is. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.